ho, ho, ho. Hello. You know what it is? This is the Album Nerds Podcast with your gracious, holiday-obsessed, jolly hosts, Dude Nandy. Andy, what the hell's going on, my Christmas friend? Hey, happy holidays, buddy. Welcome to the show, everyone. Hope you're having a great December. Uh, yeah, so we're talking about some of our favorite uh, holiday records this week. Got two picked out for you. Ah, uh, yes. I think I hear the sleigh bells in the distance now. Andy's right. We are going to talk about some Christmas stuff, but before we get going on albums that we picked, do you want to explain what we've done, what our process was, or do you want to give the give the fine folks a couple of crazy presents first? Well, let's, I do have one present I wanted to share. Not a full record, but a single that came out, I think, two weeks ago now from Spotify. It is one of the most hilarious Christmas songs I've ever heard. I think we just need to play just a clip of it to put a put a smile and maybe a little bit of the holiday season in your heart. Uh, TMX put out this uh, amazing version of Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer. And I'll just go play a couple seconds for you, of it for you now. Rudolph in your face. <laughs> yeah, man. I'd like to see. Uh, I'd like to see the animated Rudolph special set to that music. Right, right. <laughs> Good God. Yeah, that's amazing, isn't it? Just him singing is is so awesome by itself. But then to have all the little yeah, yeah, you know what in the background is just. <laughs> <laughs> just makes me laugh yes. every time I hear it. Very, very traditional for sure. Bing Crosby would love that. Yeah, he would be proud. I'm sure. Yeah. Uh, so I actually have a surprise too. I didn't tell you about this, Andy. Oh, do tell. Now, this is a Christmas album I would have loved to have talked about, but couldn't yeah. because it's ridiculous and it's all traditional Christmas songs and you know the usual stuff. But I'm just gonna play a little bit and I'll tell you who it is. It's a twisted Christmas with Twisted Sister. Oh man, is this a whole whole album? Oh god, why? (laughs) I don't know. It came out a few years ago. Wow, and it's ridiculous. That sounds amazing. Yeah. (laughs) So, (laughs) if you were gonna go with DMX, I thought I gotta toss something goofy in here. So nice, uh, nice little Twisted Sister. Thank you, D. Snyder. Mm. Merry Christmas. (laughs) Yes. So we went through a bunch of like, classic holiday records, um, but we tried to pick out two that have some original holiday songs on them as well, not just the standard, you know, traditional songs that we've all heard. <laughs> yes, over and over again. <laughs> Excuse me. <laughs> but yeah, I know. I I always prefer the records that have some original content on them and not 
not just the usual stuff, makes it a little more interesting uh, to actually listen to, you know, don't know what to expect quite as much. And, and it feels like the artists are a little more invested in the records, not just like a, a money grab, you know, rehashing those yeah. those songs um, that have been done a thousand times. Yeah, uh, I agree. It's, it made it more challenging to find an album, don't you think? Yeah, there's not nearly as many. There's a lot of records out there that are just what you'd expect the, the classics so i wanted some songs i hadn't heard before or some original sentiment maybe that reflects the time they were recorded in mm-hmm. reflects different parts of society and get something interesting brewing so i think we succeeded shall we uh move forward let's dig into those santa's coming he's coming oh there he is <laughs> and he's going all right, so I went to a place where Santa maybe doesn't come to our house this year, as sad as that might be. I went with a Merle Haggard album called Merle Haggard's Christmas Present from 1973, and it's got a handful of original songs and a handful of traditional Christmas songs. There was a really big hit. The first song off of it is called If We Make It Through December, and the title suggests that it's not your typical Christmas song. So this was... uh, Recorded in 1973, it was on Capitol Records, produced by Ken Nelson and Fuzzy Owen. And the original LP release of the album also had a subtitle called Something Old, Something New, which makes sense. Did you know that, Andy? No, I didn't know the the subtitle thing, but now that you say that, I mean, the A-side is essentially new stuff, and the B-side is is the old classic, Mm -hmm. so yep, aptly named. All right, so I should probably talk about Merle just a little bit. He... he, uh, was a country singer, songwriter, guitarist, and fiddler. He was born in April of 37, passed away in April of 2016, along with Buck Owens, Haggard, and his band, The Strangers, helped create the Bakersfield sound, which is characterized by that twang of the Fender Telecaster and that blend of traditional country steel guitar, vocal harmonies that are minimal, rough edge, you know, all part of that sort of same thing we've talked about with Willie Nelson, that outlaw country sound, which was really just simplified music about real stuff instead of flowered up songs about lasso and fillies or whatever. So that's Merle Haggard. It's reflected here in his album. And I really love that real Christmas, that real human sentiment mixed in with a little bit of Christmas cheer and sadness. Yeah. So. Sounds very authentic to say the least. So. so this is his 18th studio album at the time. The single, If We Make It Through December, spent four weeks at number one on the Billboard magazine Hot Country Singles Chart in December of 1973 and January of 74 and cracked the top 30 of the Billboard Hot 100. Wow. And it was the number the number two song of the year on Billboard's Hot Country Singles at the year <laughs> end of 1974. So it was a hit, and that's pretty cool. So um, I'm going to play a little bit of If We Make It Through December, and then we'll move on from there. Heaven knows I've been working hard so Christmas could be right for daddy's girl I don't mean to hate December It's meant to be the happy time of year But my little girl don't understand Why daddy can't afford no Christmas here so yeah, <laughs> Merry Christmas. 
What did you think? <laughs> so it's about like if you're growing up poor, this is what you know. Maybe Christmas isn't quite as as magical, and uh, I mean, it's, it's well, yeah, I'm, it's cool because you don't really hear on. that that side of. I mean, I assume that's the case for a lot more people than we probably expect. You know, especially uh, you know in different parts of the country and different parts of history. It's not an easy time of year to to make ends meet, and it's nice to hear that that side represented here a little bit. I thought it was really cool that there was a song about sometimes families struggle. I mean, I went through those as a kid where we didn't have enough money to get a nice tree. So we had a crappy tree, but then my dad you know, ran and the day before Christmas got a discounted giant tree and we had to redecorate because he didn't want the crappy tree that we could afford the first time around. And so I, I understand that. And this was, this was recorded in 1973 and in 1973, we were going through a pretty big recession from 73 to 75 an economic stagnation, all time lows in employment rates. And so the country was feeling the pinch times were really changing from the care free 60s and into the 70s and Nixon and Watergate and Mm -hmm. there was a lot of I think there was you know people were a little downtrodden and not that they they still are today but I think it's it's good to reflect on I like that sentiment and that's you know that's Merle Haggard for you yeah Um, he's all about keeping it real and uh I mean, I was, oh, yeah. obviously this resonated with a lot of people back then, and I think it's still relevant today. Um. All right. So I want to play one more track called Santa Claus and Popcorn. This is another original. I struggled with if I should play like White Christmas or whatever. But uh, this one, what I found cool about this is it's his own, but it works in some elements of other, other Christmas songs, and um, it's pretty cool. So let's check it out. Jingle bells and reindeer horns Christmas trees and mistletoe Jesus loves me, this I know Carolers singing silent night Crosby dreams of Christmas white We celebrate cause a king was born With Santa Claus and popcorn So on that song, Santa Claus and Popcorn, I couldn't find anything that definitively said what it means, but my impression of it was he's mentioning what Christmas is about, baby Jesus, etc. There's the carolers doing the Silent Night. I love how he worked in the song. And then he says it's about when Christ was born. We celebrate it with Santa Claus and Popcorn. So I thought maybe I'm reaching. I thought it was about the commercialism of Christmas. What do you think? Does that sound right? Like we are... Eating popcorn, sitting around the TV, well, like okay. Uh, <laughs> like, okay. Uh, Wait, let me let me set the, let me set the scene. Okay. Back in the old days, people decorated their Christmas trees by taking popcorn, yes, and like stringing it together. together. You don't yeah, make yeah. a string, yeah, you string right. it together. So I believe that the Santa Claus and popcorn is that instead of focusing on Silent Night and what Christmas is about, and instead we're focusing uh, on decorating our trees and Santa okay, Claus. Okay, the more material but things, I, that's, the, the family and religious side, and but like the actual things. That's kind of what I. That's. Yeah. I just. I mean, I could be reaching. I could be reaching because I want it to be about <laughs> something. But well, I mean, Merrill's Merrill's <laughs> a really good songwriter. I'm sure it's not just the surface level. I'm sure there's got to be another. Another, some more depth to it, I would imagine, mm-hmm. knowing him. Yeah, definitely. So the rest of the album is, you know, several more 
of his own songs. One of the highlights of which, to me, were "Daddy Won't Be Home Again for Christmas," which I think was about you know him touring and stuff. Oh, okay. Yeah, I was thinking guess. maybe he's like the dad was in, in prison or something and he couldn't come home or, but he's definitely like away and for some reason hasn't been home for a while. Yeah. You know, he could have been in prison because I believe Merle Haggard was actually in jail. He was at San Quentin really? for gambling and uh, brewing racket in solitary confinement oh there. And really? yeah, he was released on parole in 1960 and then he established himself as a country huh. singer. So could be. Was he at that Johnny Gass <laughs> performance show? I I would love that, that cool if that if were true, true but right? I, that 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 was I think that was in the middle like later yeah. in the sixties that that performance yeah. occurred. So. <laughs> All right. <laughs> <laughs> Uh yeah, and then then this then uh, grandma's homemade Christmas card with little town of Bethlehem playing in the background, and he's telling the story about this Christmas card that they keep around. I think that's a really sweet mm-hmm. song. And then you got your White Christmas, your Winter Wonderlands, your Silent Nights, your Jingle Bells, and goes on. But it's a really pleasant Christmas album. Cool stuff at the beginning. Nice, comfortable standards that are well done. His voice suits them. They're not over blown and it just feels like a nice you know you're sipping some egg, eggnog and looking at your christmas tree i think it's a a good record yeah i think it's a good record too he's his voice really shines on uh some of those traditional songs on the second half of the record really smooth and buttery but yeah cool good pick man i think that's uh definitely one worthy of uh putting on for a special holiday moment or two cool cool all right what do you got ho 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 Ho, ho, ho. <laughs> <laughs> so it sounds like he's been uh, smoking too many holly cigars there. Oh, there you go. <laughs> yeah. All right. So what do you got, my man? Uh, I got a little more of a funky, upbeat record here from uh, Sharon Jones and the Dap Kings. In 2015, they put out a record called It's a Holiday Soul Party. And I have been digging that one. It's got it's got a throwback sound. It's got like the 60s, 70s, you know, funk and soul sound. But a little more modern, good sounding production. Um, obviously, Sharon Jones, big a big plus to have on there. She's sounding really good. Are you a fan? Uh, are you a fan of her? Or are you familiar with uh, the music she's been putting out the last? Uh, I guess probably what five, seven, seven years or so. Were they on Daptone Records or something? Is that how it all came? Yeah, about? yeah. They were signed to Daptone. Okay. I think maybe four or five records ago. They got together okay. with Dab Kings. Yeah. yeah, I have enjoyed some of the records. It's not something I listen to regularly, but there is a nice vintage sound. It's sort of like Charles Bradley, who was also on Daptone. He was a older gentleman that came along and got signed for the first time, and he has that James Brown sound, but he passed away recently, right? Yeah, I think, uh, I'll say earlier this year, maybe end of last year, he passed away. Yeah. yeah. Yep, September of this year, it looks like. That's too bad, because he was cool, too. Another guy carrying the torch of funky soul music. So Sharon Jones is good stuff. Yeah, definitely. So this record, like I said, came out in 2015. They're from Brooklyn. It has a really like funky, playful, lighthearted you know, sound to it. You can tell they're having fun recording this. It's packed with some some cool original tracks too, which is a huge plus for me. But as well as as a handful of uh, the standards you would expect, but they put a little different twist on them. They have a uh, a little different uh, sound than you would expect uh, to hear, like Bing Crosby singing or something. But I think one of the standout tracks is the uh, second track here. It's called uh, Eight No Chimneys in the Projects," 
it is an original song. It's it's kind of based on this this song James Brown put out in the seventies called uh, "Santa Claus Goes Straight to the Ghetto." It's about how you know the lyrics go, but Mama, now I know that you were the one. There ain't no chimneys in the projects. You know how Santa can't visit the people who are you know in these uh, poorer housing situations, but they can kind of look out for them themselves. And you know their mom was was looking out for the kids and making sure they had a special Christmas, even though they were in this. Uh, tough economic situation kind of you know very similar to what Merrill was talking about uh, back in the 70s there yep. so I think yeah you know it's that sentiment's a nice one to hear and kind of keep you a little bit humble this time of year and this song is a, a really nice uh, I think a really nice way of doing that so let's play a little bit of uh, Ain't No Chimneys in the Projects Yeah, so some nice funk going on there. Sharon sounding excellent on the vocals, per usual. Did you enjoy that song, man? What do you think? Love the organ. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's a nice there. touch. Yeah. yeah, definitely. The arrangement's great. The subject matter is put forth in such a heartfelt but also fun, funky way, too. I really dug it. I thought the I thought that song was great. Yeah, it's definitely one of the standout tracks. There's also a really cool track. The opening cut is uh, a song about Hanukkah, which you don't hear a lot of a lot of Hanukkah songs yeah. Yeah, nowadays. So yeah. <laughs> I thought it's pretty cool. It's pretty funky as well. Um, and uh, as the record goes on, they kind of sprinkle in some of the traditional songs. Um, there's like White Christmas and Silver Bells, Silent Night. So there's a good there's a good mix of of, of new new and old, which I think uh, is kind of what we both were looking for here. But uh, just to give a little background on on Sharon Jones, she uh, was also kind of a late bloomer. I know we we touched on uh, Charles Bradley there, not really becoming popular until later in his life. She didn't put out a record until she was 40. But at that point, she she kind of took off. Um, Got hooked up with the Dap Kings and got actually nominated for a Grammy a couple years ago. Uh, Unfortunately, she was diagnosed with pancreatic cancer a few years back. And that ended up, yeah, it's a tough one to come back from. She that's yeah, the bad one. Yeah, That's so she one. passed away from that um, about a year ago now, actually, in November of 2016, unfortunately. There's a really good documentary on Netflix about her. Definitely worth checking out if, you ha- if you're interested. But yeah, so we're going we're gonna to dig in and play one of the traditional cuts from this record. Um, they did it a kind of an alternate take on... The Little Jummer Boy, that I think everybody loves that. Loves that that song, right? That's one of my favorite traditional Christmas carols. Come that's the one. <laughs> that one? Sounds a little different when uh, the Dapkins get a hold of it, but uh, I think they do a really nice job. The, the, you'll notice here, like, the pacing of the song is much slower and much more, uh, a little more little groove going on here. It's it's nicely restrained and kind of just, like, floats along. And, you know, there's a few little drum flourishes along the way to kind of accent the, uh, the drum message going on here, too. So let's play a little bit of Funky Little Drummer Boy. Yeah. <laughs> 
uh, the horn's sounding good, right? I'm letting that run a little long because I uh, love yeah. those drums, yeah, man. Yeah, they sound pretty tight. They don't really ever, like, overtake the song. I mean, Sharon kind of leads the way throughout the whole record, but the band is pretty solid in the background there. I didn't want to turn it off. Yeah. I like it when artists try to make their own version of these traditional songs, but so often they fail and it sounds crappy or corny or like just not right. But this is great arrangement. I love this. Yeah, super tight for sure. Yeah, I mean, I think it's a really fun pick. I don't know if I'd put it on for like, you know, a more down tempo holiday event, but I think if you're having like a party and you want to put something fun on, this is like a good, a good up tempo, get people moving. Yeah, so it's um, available to stream for free up on Bandcamp, and you can also purchase it there direct from Daptone Records. And if you enjoyed that, I would highly recommend they put out a a record this year, actually, with some recordings Sharon had done before she passed away, entitled Soul of a Woman. It's equally as good, I would say, than without the Christmas uh, angle, obviously, but definitely worth listening. I think maybe we'll dig into some more of these sounds in their upcoming uh, essential... uh, funk project i'm gonna be working on next year so yeah excited about that sharon jones the dap kings it's a holiday soul party was was my pick and uh the dude there with uh meryl haggard and meryl haggard's christmas present two really good records with that throwback christmas sound that i think will brighten your holidays a little bit oh yeah bye-bye santa so I'd love to know what you guys are listening to for the holiday record, you know, for the holiday season. What records do you uh, do you put on to get you in the holiday mood? Hit us up on Twitter. I'd love to hear. Um, coming up on the show n- next week, we're actually going to be off because it's Christmas, um, but we'll be coming back strong after that for the new year. We're going to be counting down our, our favorite records of 2017. I think we might split it up into two shows, how we usually do. But I got to tune in for that to hear our, our top picks for the whole year. Should be pretty exciting, man. You got your list ready to go? I'm. Uh, I've made my list. I'm checking it twice, and uh, we'll see what <laughs> we'll see what we get. I just thought of that. It wasn't pre-prepared. Well I swear played, to God. Well played. All right, all you album nerds out there, why don't you follow us on Twitter, Instagram, and Symbol at Album Nerds. Subscribe to the show on iTunes, Google Play Music, Stitcher Radio. Tell us your favorite albums at albumnerds.com. Tell your friends, tell your neighbors, tell your enemies, tell your dog, tell your boss, tell your daughter, tell your son about the Album Nerds podcast because everybody needs a little music and they like. Some good music. That's right. What up? That's it, man. That's all I got. You got anything else? I got a Merry Christmas and Happy New Year to all of you listeners. We appreciate your support. Have a great holiday. We'll see you next year. Happy holidays, everybody. Catch you in 2018. Woo! Woo!